That's right. We're here. I love that part. Did you watch the video of the cat I put in movie night? Stupid cat in a box. Huh? It's a to do It's very anxious about the whole thing. <laughs> oh! What's up, Dan? Yo. Still not sick of that song. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is, of course, This Might Sound Stupid Podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, a podcast where two friends just get together and talk to each other because why not? Mm -hmm. It's not that hard to have a podcast. Maybe you should, too. It's super easy. Maybe... Life would be better if we weren't just always listening to fucking stupid celebrities tell us how to be successful when it's just con oh god when it's just confirmation bias. Yeah, uh, it'd be cool to just hear regular folk. Mm -hmm. How are you, Dan? Good. Good. <laughs> I'm gonna have a fucking hell of a night. You don't say. My son is suddenly sick. My we're pretty sure he's got whatever his sister had. Mm -hmm. My daughter is losing her fucking mind about everything. So done with toddlers. Going to sleep is the hardest thing to do in the oh world. Oh my god, bro! Uh, if it's your first time listening to the This Might Sound Stupid podcast, subscribe to us on whatever app you get podcasts on. Get the fuck out of here, thing! Oh shit, Joy Cam's not ready. You're falling apart, dude. My kids. You hear that, future kids? You're the worst. You guys are dicks and you ruined everything. Really? I just put the camera on you? Now you got to move? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> fucking dog won't cooperate? You're a good boy, Joey. Good boy. Whatever. You're probably going to see mostly blankets, everybody. Uh, subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash This Might Sound Stupid. Mm -hmm. Uh... Turn on notifications so you see when we go live just about every Thursday. Mm -hmm. I almost canceled this today. Now I kind of wish I had because my fucking kids started losing their minds. And it was like 7.15. I was like, God damn it. I can't tell Dan not to come over now. <laughs> uh, and then he got here and they were losing their minds even more. And I was like, well, I might have to just tell him to leave. But they seem to be under control. Amber's upstairs. She can report in whenever. Um, we have two, ooh, there's other stuff that I'm supposed to say. Twitter at TMSS mm -hmm. underscore podcast email. This might sound stupid at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Uh, once a month we do a list episode. If you want to send in a list, uh, you can do so at this might sound stupid at gmail.com or you can tweet at us mm -hmm. at TMSS underscore podcast. Just mm -hmm. don't spam the chat with it. Nope. Um, we have two sponsors. Mm -hmm. One of them, Joey, the good boy. Mm -hmm. 
I got to bring his camera up. Yep, it's just his ear. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Hold on. Close enough. There he is. Very concerned. There's that good boy. He doesn't know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm-mm. I don't know. Huh? I don't know, Joey. Squirrel? Oh. <laughs> we are also brought to you by Mike Long, the talented designer from Minnesota. He designed all of our graphics. Uh, don't hit him up, though, because he won't design stuff for you. Just for us. <laughs> Dan, I need alcohol. What uh-huh. are you drinking? Uh, DDH raindrops. DDH raindrops from yep. Barrel Theory. Yep. It's going to be a juicy boy. Amber says, knock on wood. Aurora's almost asleep. My connection sucks up here, though. Wow, that's a juicy boy. <laughs> Dan looked offended. Uh yeah, I we gotta buy a new ex- range extender. Ours is like a decade old, probably, mm. and it just doesn't even work anymore half the time. Oh, lovely! I haven't bothered to try to update firmware on it because I'm like, I bet I can get a better range extender at this mm-hmm. point. I think this Nighthawk or whatever this fucking thing is is still pretty good. Or even if you could like get that up a level, you'd probably be fine. Like if that existed upstairs, right? But I need the Ethernet for here. Yeah, because like yeah, like you that's that that's that's the problem. Well, the whole house is wired. With Ethernet, mm-hmm. I could just buy a switch. Or just plug the router in over there. Yeah. Yeah. But then, I, I don't know. Whatever. I got to figure something out. Yeah. I got, I'd also have to recrimp all the cables in that room. Because for some reason, they cut them all off. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Like, I have no idea. Why would you wire this whole fucking house with this beautiful Ethernet? Mm-hmm. It goes, it the, goes the best Ethernet. It goes everywhere. I've never had a house where it was just like, mm-hmm. oh, everything's wired for Ethernet. And mm-hmm. then you go down to the basement and the whole fucking rat tail is just. Yeah, wherever you would like plug in. Right. Why would you cut it all off? Now I got to recrimp that shit. Because they're mean. I don't remember what it is. I got to look it up. White, orange, orange, white, blue, blue, whatever that There's stupid. Something striped in there. Right. And it all depends on what works on this end. See, I'd rather just get a range extender. Yeah. Just blast that shit upstairs. I don't know. I don't know. Rob gave me this router, but it looks like a spaceship, and it does pretty well. It's got a lot of antennas. I got to drink my beer. I got to get it out of my igloo cooler, my Playmate igloo cooler. Uh, I'm going to drink this one first. I'm hoping these are going to be cold. Bauhaus. Uh, it's Bauhaus. I think I've had this before, but I can't remember. Guavatron. I don't remember. I haven't had Bauhaus in a while. Ooh. Ooh. Well, Joey up. Uh, Amber, what do you think of that beer I brought you? Because I, I bought this uh, sampler pack because I thought you would like that one. But this Guavatron. Pink Guava mm-hmm. Goze. Ooh. Looks like grapefruit juice. Yeah, it goes as like a like a sour. Ooh. Maybe this is the one I meant to Amber, which one did I bring you? That's why we started so fucking late today, because I had to run laundry upstairs and my daughter freaked out because she thought it meant I was coming to do bedtime instead mm-hmm. of mama. 
she lost her mind. And then I had to be like, dude, chill. <laughs> Dan's had to hear me yell at my kids three different times. It's not my kids, my daughter. Amber's not there. Yeah, she might not be. Dan. Ropes. Ropes. Whoa. That's sour indeed. Oh, yeah. Well, one, it's grapefruit, which is already tart, and it goes is already, is also going to be. It's uh, guava. Oh, sorry. I thought you said grapefruit. It looks like grapefruit juice. Yeah. What the fuck is guava? It's a fruit. Not bad. Yours sounds good. Lone wizard? I think that's code for something. I think that's a lounge lizard. I think Amber might be like a CIA spy. I think I gave her the wrong beer. I think that's the one I meant to give her. Lounge wizard. wizard. What what does it say under that? What kind of beer does it say it is? That was a great podcast. Yeah. I was talking to my wife upstairs. Hazy pale ale. You probably gave her the wrong ah, one. Ah, fuck. I gave her the wrong one. I'm <laughs> sorry. I meant to give you this one. The Guavatron. Whatever. There's still two more of them in there. Yeah. This is the, this is the content people need. Right. That's what I'm saying. Just listen to regular people podcasts. Yeah. Don't listen to... Soon we'll do this from a hot tub. Get on the hot tub stream train. Oh yeah, that's is that a big thing now? Uh, it's the new the new hotness, i.e., just girls in bathing suits streaming from a hot tub. Yeah, that sounds like it'd be successful. Mm-hmm. We'll get Amber in a hot tub. Mm-hmm. We'll have hot tub cam. Uh Kibby cereal is good. Everything is lagging for me, so I'm sure. I'm a significant behind. She talking about her ass? Uh-huh. She's not wrong either. Um, give me the cereal was good. I've eaten a lot of cereal. We Nemo had a lot of fun eating uh, cookie crisp mm. mixed with uh, whatever the other one was, Captain Crunch. That And by the way, that's a really good combo. I did it last night. I ate two giant bowls of it. Okay. I could see that. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be like I expected it to be fine because mm-hmm. it's whatever. It's you're, delicious, you're, you're, delicious you're just kind of adding more sugar to the uh, the cookies. Oh, but maybe Kimmy's talking about the basic four. Uh, I really like it. I think I tweeted at you about it. Basic four. Is, oh yeah, I forgot to buy that. Basic four is going to make its way into my uh, my rotation. Ha! This is an old can. I just realized that, and they slapped this new sticker on it. Oh, nice. Recycling. Yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, Basic 4 is good. I got to try a few other ones. Uh, whatever Matt's Quaker Oats one was. Oh, yeah. And then oh. I want to say there was one other one I had to try. Oats, I think like Oats Squares or I forget. I forget the exact name for it. Yeah, the Quaker Oats one. Because that one, that one was the one with a bunch of protein in it. Yeah, like that used to be one of my, yeah, one of my faves growing up. Okay. With those Oats, oh, those Oats Squares. But yeah, they were good. Yeah, it is simple, but that's what's kind of good about it. Yeah. It's not super high in calories. And then John Oliver riding our coattails. Right. Goes off on cereal and how no one's revolutionizing, this, revolutionizing the cereal game. Dan and I are I, I don't disagree with him. I didn't watch it. What is it about? That, that like he's unimpressed by like no one's like blowing his mind with cereal anymore. Well, how should they be? Well, like he's like he's like the last the last big one was like when uh, like Reese's Peanut Butter Pops were like a, a cereal. like. You know, everyone was like, "What the fuck is this? That's like that's a candy. Why is it? Why is it? A, why is it a cereal now?" And that was that was the Dude. last time that someone 
really blew his mind with cereal. Did he have any suggestions? Uh, he did. I forget what they are, but yeah, he had like a whole list of things that he thought would be great. Like he was just like he was just like mixing words in his head, and he's like, "That'd be great cereal." Uh, and then he challenged Cheerios to say "fuck you" on their Twitter account, <laughs> and, and he would give them fifteen thousand dollars for charity. And uh, and they like they tweeted back that like, like they can't say that, but like they would do they would do they love the money, but yeah, they would they would do something else for like uh for charity. Like yeah, like we're family friendly, we can't say "fuck you." <laughs> I like that. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Uh, but no, it's it's you know it's it's a little five minute watch. It's it's uh it's funny, and it 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 touches on, you know, I think I think something we're lacking in this country, and that's like a truly great like cereal awakening. Pop tart cereal. What's he talking about? The pop tart cereal is monumental for me, and that had to come out after Reese's Puff cereal. Yeah. But that's just little pop tarts, just which are already cereal. Breakfast, they're already breakfast. So like you know, you're not you're not you're not straying too far out of your lane. Well, do you want like steak and egg cereal? Maybe, like you know, because like Reese's Puffs were like a revolutionary thing. It's like I remember like because like as a kid, it's like oh shit, that's just candy. Like that's literally just like <coughs> I can I can eat that for breakfast now. Like I, I get what he's saying. I don't. Like that's such a monumental shift from like. You know, like, even though it's not necessarily more sugary than, like, Frosted Flakes, like, it seemed like it was something crazy because it's this candy bar that I can just now pour milk on and, like, wonder eat what, for cereal. I wonder what Snickers cereal would taste like. Um, Probably similar to, like, a uh, if you were to mix, like, the Kashi chocolate crunch with, um, you know, some sort of, like, nut oatmeal mix, like. I, I could see it being very tame. You'd have to have peanuts in there, right? Yeah, I could see it being very tame. Can you have peanuts in cereal? You just do the, the Kashi peanut butter as the peanut replacement. So you'd have that. You have the chocolate. Um, caramel? I'm not really caramel? sure what you would do for caramel, but I'm sure you could just easily add in like a caramel cluster as well. So just those three clusters together. <laughs> Perfect. So just, yeah, Kashi caramel. Kashi. Get on it. Give us a caramel. You should work for a cereal company. Yeah. I, I'm an ideas man, Michael. <laughs> Sometimes the guys are tacked out too. Well, check your lease. You're living in Fuck Mountain. You're living in Fuck Mountain. Um, yeah. I'm stuck trying to think of other cereals now. That really kind of like revolutionized the game? No, that I want to see made. Oh, yeah, they've made a s'mores cereal, s'mores cereal. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts cereal is good. Uh, powdered sugar donuts cereal. I think they've made. That sounds I might right. be conflating those two. Uh, the Pop Tart cereal is amazing. Just, just Pop Tart. Oh, I remember another one. I have to get. This. I realized there's a Frosted Flakes with marshmallows. Oh yeah, I remember. I want to try that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they That's have. Right, they're all they're all those, those team up boxes. It was like right. it was like Lucky Charms. No, this was I was at the store flakes. and they had Frosted Flakes with marshmallows, and I was like, "What? Oh, interesting." Well, I wonder if they're just like the that hard marshmallow that is a that is like a, a Lucky Charm. Look like a Lucky Charm marshmallow. Um, which makes sense because like it's got to be shelf stable and like. I mean, you can't have like ice cream. 
cereal. Can you? Maybe. It's it's milk. Yeah. Yeah. Could you get like the, think what it Could you get be. the Ben and Jerry's guys involved in ice cream somehow or up <laughs> involved in cereal? Yeah, like I wonder I wonder what you would do there. Like Because you have to you have to do things to milk to make it ice cream, right? So you can, I'm just you can't thinking just, flavors. So you can't just freeze a bowl of cereal. Like what's a thing that you wish was cerealized? Is that all he was saying? I can't remember now. Dang it! I want to know. I'm gonna have to watch. Quick, it. let's just watch it. No one's no one's here. <laughs> yeah, but the just internet. Bring the, it up. The internet will know and we'll get flagged. Dude, the internet's not gonna care. We're watching a, a five minute YouTube video that Twitch will. It's YouTube. Uh, Kimmy says, cereal in itself is revolutionary. If you look at the history of breakfast in general, we used to just eat last night's leftovers. And who would have guessed the whole breakfast food trend started in what was basically a mental and physical institution? Correct. That's, uh, fuck, I, I can't remember if that was General Mills or, or which company. It was basically like a psych ward and they just invented cereal. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, psych ward. Uh, it tastes like nothing. But uh, what's it goes? They're they're just like super light. That's the thing. That's the thing, like, that's the thing when you say like guava. Like it's like what flavor are you expecting to get from guava? I meant to give it to Amber. No, I know. I, she I'm, likes I'm just, fruity beers. I'm just saying in general. Like that's why it's like because when they were tossing like every fruit in the world, like an IPA, it's like what like outside of grapefruit, which has like a very distinct taste. It's like you got to try real hard to like make that fruit be. I mean, the best one I've ever had is probably Key Sublime. Yeah, because like those are literally just like it tastes like juice. Key lime. Yeah, it's amazing. Like they and it's it's the same thing with their um, Berliners because like their Berliners they just take a shit ton of like juice and like fruit like fruit fruit puree <laughs> and just shove it in there and so it just ends up tasting like actual tangerine and you know you get like a little bit of like orange or strawberry or something like that like but like. You need like the strong flavors, like like a tangerine, where it's like a very tart kind of fruit flavor. Otherwise, it kind of I wonder if it just kind of gets lost if it's like a soft fruit, like a banana or like a like a strawberry. They've made like banana chocolate stouts, haven't they? Yeah, and those I don't like those. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of there. Like it, it almost when you get that much banana, it almost tastes artificial. I like, think all those taste artificial in some way. Yeah, I get you. Whatever one you guys were drinking on Tuesday. But the thing is, like, like, the crazy thing is, like, they don't, like, it's not artificial. Like, it's like, you'll go, like, you'll, like they're just, like, shoving graham crackers and, like, marshmallows into their shit. Like, it's not like, they're not, like, using, like, artificial flavorings. They're just, like, throwing, like, the stuff. Dunkaroos. Like, yeah, they're just throwing actual Dunkaroos into, yeah, a, remember Dunkaroos? into a beer. Uh, yeah, whatever one you guys were passing around on Tuesday... That one was, I didn't like it. Uh-huh. The, like, I wouldn't drink it, but mm-hmm. the, the way it finished was really good. It, <laughs> it was, was like, weird. It was all pistachio at the end, it seemed like. Right. It just ta- like it tasted chemically like all those crazy stouts do in the beginning to me, where it's just like, oh, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But then, like, after I would swallow it and go like, it was like, oh, mm-hmm. well, that, like, that flavor was pleasant. And that's kind of what I think they, why they want it to kind of sit at like room temperature to like to kind of like come up and like like you you wouldn't normally want to drink it's like a wine a stout cold yeah 
because it it changes the way it tastes as it as it moves up to to closer to like room temp sorry i was finding the thing uh okay there's something i've wanted to ask you about for a few weeks none of our nobody's here in chat how many people are watching david it's two, so it might just be Kibby and me. It's just Kibby and Amber. Like it might just be me. Oh, it's like, you. Like yeah, like so. Like like Amber might not be. Well, here I can't hear Aurora. So Who maybe knows? maybe Amber just gave up. Yeah. Just put her in the backyard. Not really. Ask you about. Um, I was talking to Schwat about this at the Twins game. Okay. But it was like so last last week. I think it was just last week. I went to three different grocery stores okay. over the course of the week. The first one was Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. The second one was Target. Mm-hmm. And then the last one was Byerly's. Okay. And at Whole Foods, it was me and one other lady were not wearing a mask. Sure. And then at Target, it was probably like, 50 to 60% of people were in masks and, you know, 40 to 50% of people weren't in masks. Mm-hmm. And then at Byerly's, it was like 10% or maybe less. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they have Byerly's outside of Minnesota, do they? Byerly's is like a Minnesota grocery store. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Where, Lund, where, where the Lund's Byerly chain goes. Lund's Byerly's. Kim, you got Byerly's down there? Over there? Wherever your state is? I know geography. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say, did your AC kick on or your lights flickered? I feel like the ACs like like take up so much power in houses that like it like the second they kick on it's like uh never heard of it. Well, okay, Byerly's is like a it's a, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like a grocery store for old people. Yeah, it's like a grocery store that's a holdover from like the 1940s or something. Yeah, it tries to present itself a little nicer. It tries to present itself. I just think it tries to present itself like it's definitely not nicer than like a Whole Foods. No, that's funny. It's it's. It's a it's a, it's a full Whole Foods. It's it's full foods. I don't know what the fuck a piggly wiggly is. Uh, yeah, no, no. It's it's like it's not Kowalski's. It's not. It's yeah. It's not Kowalski's. Kowalski's is like fancy. It wants to be Kowalski's. It, I always thought of Barley's as like a uh, like an in between. I, I think, always even even Jerry's is kind of like an in between, um, like Target and I don't know if I, oh no, I've been at Jerry's once and Kowalski's where it's it's kind of nicer, like. Right. Yeah. Jerry, I would put Jerry's on par with like a Target. It's it, well, Target grocery store. It, it is. Yeah. Uh, Byerly's is like, I don't, like they still have people who walk your groceries out to your car. Yeah. Nowhere else has that that I know of. Kowalski's. Oh, yeah. Kowalski's does. Mm-hmm. There's always that guy sitting at the end of the, end of the Byerly's thing. was before Kowalski's though. So if anything, Kowalski's wanted to be Byerly's and just did it better. <laughs> Yes, they yeah they they were like what I remember. So when we were kids, Byerly's was where my mom would go if we were gonna have like a fancy dinner, mm-hmm. and she would go and get like seafood mm-hmm. from the butcher. Yeah, and you know what I mean. Like Byerly's is where you went for that kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, but if you were just getting regular groceries, you went to like Cub Foods. Yeah. Anyway, Aldi's. 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 No, Aldi's is. Uh, Hold on. Aldi's is lower. Can I? Just... Aldi's is more like a. Uh, 
they, they got a lot of stuff like like all these doesn't suck, but it's it's definitely it's a, a I don't want the word cheaper to sound like derogatory, but it's it's very much like a um because they own Trader Joe's, so they're just yeah they're they're just a company that owns all their products, and so they have like super cheap stuff, but it's it's not necessarily bad. It they're just a um they're very specialized in what they carry. Like, they don't have a butcher shop. They don't have any of that. They don't have, like, yeah, any of the things that the Byerly's would have. Byerly's just wants to be a fancier grocery store, yeah. but they're not. No. They're, like, a bargain brand. Yeah. Not, I mean, they're not a bargain brand, but they're just, you know, they're basically a target. Yeah. They just gussy themselves up a little. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the clientele that goes to Byerly's mm-hmm. is, is boomers. Yeah, I think everywhere got Trader Joe's. They were huge. Uh, they're they're boomers who go to you know so it was just it was interesting that like you could have known that before ever going to any of those stores that mm-hmm. like most people would still be wearing masks at Whole Foods. It'd be a split crowd at Target, and then at like Byerly's, there would just be like next to nobody wearing masks. Yeah, I don't know what Byerly's was like during the pandemic because I didn't even bother to go there because I figured there like if I was gonna run into anybody. During the pandemic, who was like, rah, rah, rah. it was going to be at Barley's. Where like Target has like a corporate structure where they would just literally not let you in the store. Right. They, Target, Target's like a Walmart in that sense. Where like they don't give a shit about you and whatever the thing, whatever point you're trying to prove. But like Barley's might be like, we don't want you to cause a scene. You can come through. Well, Barley's is like, yeah, the general manager of Barley's isn't going to. No. I don't know. He's He's just not in it. The same way. Where to, where to be? Where to be like a target door manager? You got to be like ready to just like throw down with like a fat lady in the, in like the, in like some weird aisle. Not what I mean at all. But what? You don't know what she's doing. I just mean like the. It's kind of like you said. There's there's not a big corporate structure mm-hmm. to back you up. Uh, and I think, yeah, they're more afraid of losing business yes. or losing face. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, it's just been interesting to me. And I, I was talking to a coworker about it, and a, a very liberal coworker, uh, because I, I came into their room, and they were like rushing to put their mask on, and I was like, I, you don't have to put your mask on. I'm. I had mine on. I was like, I'm cool. I'm cool with it if you don't want to put it on. And I've been, I think I've told you before, I'm trying to do it that way mm-hmm. because I want, I don't want somebody to say, I don't want to say like, do you care if I take my mask off and mm-hmm. then put it on them to say yes or no? Yeah. So I've just said like, I'm cool with you just not having it on. I'm fully vaccinated. It's fine. And a hundred percent of the time people have gone like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm fully vaccinated too. If you want to take yours off, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it, so it's, I just feel like that's better than asking if they care. Yeah. Because I really, I, it doesn't make much of a difference to me to have the mask on. Correct. It's more polite. Right. Um, and I was just talking to this person about it. <clears throat> and I was saying I went into Whole Foods and it felt weird being like one of only two people in the whole store. And nobody, nobody gave me a tough time. Nobody even glared at me, I don't think. But you just felt like mm-hmm. everybody was judging you as you walked by. Mm-hmm. And this person said, like, well, yeah, the way the reason I don't do that 
is because then I'm afraid that everybody's going to think I'm one of the people who's just lying and didn't get vaccinated. And I was like, man, that's so weird. Why would you care? Mm -hmm. I get not wanting to make people uncomfortable. But why would you care if somebody thought you were this kind of moronic type of person lying about getting a vaccine just so you could not wear a mask? Yeah. like, And and, and that's the thing. I remember like, like one of our more cocksure uh, friends, like Jr., like when he when like the mandate came down, that's like if you're vaccinated, right? Like you don't have to wear. And he went in total wine. Everyone was wearing their masks, and, he, and he's like, like he he's like, he thought some like people might be like looking at him funny. He's like, no, fuck this. I got vaccinated. I got vaccinated months for you douchebags. I'm I like I've 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 earned this. I'm not wearing my mask in here. Well, so and that was my thing too. Was like, well. I, and at first I was like, well, I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I'll just put my mask back on because like everybody's wearing it. Yeah. Uh, has your state lifted your mask restrictions? Yes. For vaccinated people, For you vaccinated do people. not have to be. Uh, yeah, business could still require you. Oh, yeah. But Whole Foods, I, I asked at the door. Yep. Like I had my mask mm-hmm. on and I said, are we still required to wear our masks in? And the lady was like, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear your mask in the store. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. And just took it off and mm-hmm. went into the store and then got in there and was like, oh, everybody's still wearing one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I kind of had the same thing of JR where it was like, no, you know what? Fuck this. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. But also, like, we were wearing masks when it was we being me and Amber, but also you. We worked very hard for a year and a half. <laughs> like, I wore masks. Mm-hmm way before people were wearing them. And it was weird to like go into Target and wear a mask because you did get looks when you were wearing a mask. I'm like the most self-conscious person in the right. world. And it, it broke me. I remember wearing masks around the high school before anybody was wearing them and mm-hmm. like going into rooms full of people to talk to them and not be wearing... And none of them were wearing a mask. And I would like stand on the doorway and felt super weird. But I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is like what the CDC and who are saying. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I've had this conversation with people now, so I can't remember if I've had this on the podcast yet, but I don't understand why people are still wearing them unless they're not vaccinated. Because yeah. that's where I didn't, that's where at Whole Foods, I was like, fuck this. I've been following the CDC mm-hmm. from the beginning. The CDC has now said, if I'm fully vaccinated, I can be without a mask yeah. in public, basically. Mm-hmm. So... Why Why suddenly now wouldn't I follow the CDC is basically yeah. my question. Hey, congrats, Kibby. Hey, nice, Kibby. That's awesome. Uh, how'd you feel after your first one? Amber uh, says, also, everyone who wants a vaccine has it at this point. At least here, the ones who haven't are vaccine hesitant and not worried about COVID. Right, but I just don't, I don't get why. You, why you would put it on? Why other people are still wearing it, unless they're not vaccinated? Yeah, like I, I would if uh, if it were me, uh, and I wasn't because like you asked the person at the front door, and like say I wandered into that Whole Foods and I just wasn't paying attention, and I saw people in masks, I would just put mine on. So like there, like there may be some, there may be some of that going on where it's like, oh shit, like did it, was it did like Whole Foods want me to wear this? <clears throat> I. Yeah. So, but I, I, I don't know. But I was, like, but like the twins game was a, you know, uh, no one, no one gave a shit. Like, 
Like we, no. we, we were just like people had them on. It was probably we wanted around. Fifteen percent of people had them on. Yeah, most people didn't. And it's like okay, that, like they maybe have it on for a reason. Like, and that's fine. Yeah, I was making some big assumptions about it, and Wade kind of called me out on it. Because I was like, well, why are people? Why are these people now saying that they don't have to listen to the CDC? And Wade was like, well, who's saying that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, well, I don't know. <laughs> And I was because I was I said I stopped and thought about it and I was like, well, I guess I haven't heard anybody say that. You're right. I'm just making this assumption that like because they now feel safer in a mask, mm-hmm. they just want everybody to wear one all the time. And I was like, but I actually haven't heard anybody say that. Why? And it was just interesting. Like I just jumped to that conclusion all on my own that mm-hmm. suddenly now the people on the left were the ones saying you don't have to listen to the CDC. And then, like, there might be people that are like a little like hesitant to take it off, because like if that's like because it's been a year and right. a little bit, so it's like it, it might it's, it might be slightly psychological for some people too, where it's just like they just they still just feel comfortable. No, for sure, and I get that. I was it was just interesting to me when when Schwartz said that, like, well, who said that? And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't know. I just sat there yeah. quietly for like a, a couple of beats, like, well, nobody actually. This is a conclusion. Like, this is a. This is a thing I've made up entirely on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just thought that was like an interesting, I wanted, I, I was like, I should talk about that on the podcast because I'm sure people do that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I just want to point it out myself. Like, yeah, I just made this assumption and this conclusion all on my own. Like, yeah, well, no, these people are telling me that I don't have to listen to the CDC. And before they were telling me I did and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, nobody's told you that though. Mm-hmm. Calm down. But I still don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Really Other than what you're saying, if you're it, just hesitant to do it mm-hmm. because it's just felt so comfortable to do it that way for a long time, I get that. And if you haven't been paying attention, it's what's it been like a week since like the governor said? Oh, it's been more than that. Like maybe two, maybe. I don't know. Time's been weird. Yeah, exactly. Same here. Uh, Especially but, when we were doing that handout. Uh, but maybe they just aren't aware. Um, I will say I went into Whole Foods recently and there were a lot more people not in masks. So yeah, like I, I wonder if like, cause like, like, say cause like, I went in there, like say lo- you're not paying attention, like every day to like whatever governor walls is saying, you may just not know. Right. I mean, I think the people who are wearing the masks would know. I don't think so. It seemed like a pretty big announcement. I didn't know until someone told me, like I wasn't paying attention to it. I suppose, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's just it was just been a thing on my mind. Like, why aren't these people? Because, like, like I'm saying, I don't. The mask is almost nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But if I have a choice, I'd rather not wear it. Oh yeah. I still kind of want to wear one like next winter <laughs> during mm. cold and flu season. But I have little kids. It's, it's not, it, it'll it's, be in your house no matter it's what. It's not gonna help. Yep. It's, it's My be fucking here. daughter was in school for a week and a half and was already sick. Mm-hmm. And now I'm pretty sure she got my son sick because that poor dude had a fever of 101 and was just being feeling miserable. Poor guy. Like these fucking gross ass kids. It's been she was she's never been to school. She was there for a week and a half and already got sick. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Uh, Kibby says he felt sleepy. And when I woke up, I raided my fridge. Perfect. Uh, he says, I think there are too many conflicting opinions among the public, not the CDC. Some places still require you to wear a mask, even if you get the vaccine. Others don't care. 
and lifted mask requirements altogether. Hundred percent. It's like you came right. you came wandering into barrel theory, and you're like, oh fuck, I forgot my mask. Right. Like you because like, it said, you know, please wear your mask on the they door. They had the thing on the door, and I was like, fuck, I forgot but my mask in, in my and, car. And but also, it was just like you're fine. Four steps to the bar, but I still looked at Travis. Exactly. It wasn't Travis. It was uh, Todd. Todd. I looked at Todd and was like, I forgot my mask in my car, and he was like, you're fine. You're fine. He's, yeah. And and so like I so, uh, hunt, and that's that's the part that throws me off. That's why like if I'm not paying attention to the door and I and I was like wandering into Whole Foods, I would just kind of like how you had yours on as you walked in. Um, I might just end up wearing it the whole time. I've just been carrying mine in my hand everywhere I go. Yeah, because I just I don't want I want uh, people to know. Summer is that I don't have a pocket in a jacket I can just hold it in. No, I'm I hold it out on purpose because I don't want people to think that I'm going to be some like stubborn nutcase about it Mm -hmm. so i hold it out and then like if i don't see any signs in your door Mm -hmm. i'll get inside but it's not impossible that i missed one Mm -hmm. and if i get inside and somebody was like hey as a business we're still requiring you to wear a mask it would just be like oh sorry okay Mm -hmm. like that's kind of why i hold it out for the first few seconds and then put it away and you play that rage song fuck you i won't do what (laughs) you tell me i yeah it doesn't make a difference to me but if you if you are a business and you want people to still wear a mask, just yeah, like make like, it like, very clear on the door. Yep, like if you want to give it, if you want to give it a few months, that's fine. Right, but I'm not going to be some person out there banging the constitutional drum like you can't wake, you can't make me wear a mask. Article three says don't face me. You know, if they can't, if they can't make me wear a mask, then I'm going in there without a shirt or pants. Shoes? No, I'll shoes. Ah, right, you're fine then. Just shoes, no socks, and boxers. That's fine. With the buttons undone. It's probably still fine. <laughs> Just sniffed into the mic. Sorry, everybody. It also makes it confusing when the staff wears masks, yet the customers are told they are fine without one. That, yeah. I mean, what I'm fine being confused. That's if I see end. people... Like at Whole Foods and at Target, there were people wearing masks and people not wearing masks that were staff. Like, they just... It was... And that's the thing. Like, it'll be, I feel like that'll be for the, like, because, like, once summer gets in a high swing, that's that's also the thing that kind of kills, like, transmission just because of the heat and all, like, whatever. the, the All the nonsense stuff because people are outside. Like, it's, um, I think that'll s- slowly start to to fade. Like, you'll, you'll see more and more businesses where the people inside are just fully unmasked. Yeah, I mean, uh recently whenever it was that i went to whole foods to grab stuff uh there were staff masked and staff unmasked Mm -hmm. oh when i went into uh, home depot too it was the same way Mm -hmm. man i need to blow my nose i don't want to do that on mic though um yeah that was it yeah no it's the thing like i that's why like this next like this past month, you know, and this next one are going to be weird because you're we're in that we're in this limbo area of like it's not required, but you know, like like the businesses because it's their right can still say, hey, you know, please put it on. Um, so like, but like, I think that that'll, that'll slowly come down until um most businesses are just just do whatever do whatever you want. Wear your pants. Don't wear your pants. Exactly. Um, idiot Kevin Sorbo 
had a tweet that was like Hercules. It was like if your vaccine works, why do you care whether or not I wear a mask? <laughs> and I was just like, bro, are you even trying to understand? No, because it it's oh boy, that's like a you whole. know diseases can mutate and stuff, right? And then and, it could make the vaccine useless and ninety eight percent effective. So it's like or like ninety seven. It's like you know, it's like whatever shut up kevin sorbo just what a f- go fuck you go back to being hercules i loved hercules and it ruined it go back to go back to being hercules we might have to mute the bikes so i can blow my nose <laughs> uh you got anything new to report i must have slept funny because it kind of hurts a little bit right here if i do this <laughs> like it's not it's like it's not like super tender but if i raise my arm up this high it, it, it hurts like a little bit right here, and it's, but it's not like bruised or anything. So I, I have a feeling like I'm also just like slept like this two days ago or something like that and just really just kind of got all wonky. I like that that's what you had to report. That's all I got to report. All right. You know what we haven't done in a while? Rob's random topic. Oh, yeah. I so, think there's two of them. <laughs> it's uh, one of two segments we have on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, not every week, but when, uh, when we have time for them. Mm-hmm. The way Rob's random topic works is that our friend Rob, uh, Dan or I will text him mm-hmm. and demand a random topic. The rule of Rob's random topic is first thought, best thought. That just means whatever thought pops into Rob's mind first is what he has to send us. Uh, he can't curate any lists or prepare anything ahead of time. It's so whatever he's thinking about as, at the as time. As far as we know. Right. He, he could, could be lying. Been lying this whole time. I don't. Uh, Rob's not a liar, though. I don't. It doesn't seem like it. All right. Tap to record. Uh, We already did that one. Okay. This week, it is fantasy monster or beast you would least want to encounter. Um, Is the answer Cthulhu? Because I, I mean, then, then you're stuck in some sort of weird night, or nightmare realm forever. I kind of want to see Cthulhu. Um, I mean, you wouldn't remember seeing Cthulhu. Well, that's the thing. You don't know, though. Like, so say you become... Joey some, just woke up and started licking the couch. Cthulhu. Uh, he's what are you doing? For, he's looking for something. Is there like a bug there? I don't know. He like woke up wide and awake. he's like staring at you. Is there a spider? Are you awake? Joey. Joey, what are you doing? You awake? He looks at us. Huh? Um. Because, yeah, well, you don't know. Like, so say you're like a, a Cthulhu zombie, some sort of eldritch zombie at that point, because you're like your mind's been um, taken over. They might be like keeping a piece of you in there to like so that you know what's happening to you to this, this entire time. That'd be terrifying. Uh, hold on. Sorry, I just noticed Kibby had a comment. Even if someone on the right, I honestly thought we should have had a mask requirements until the start of the school year. Take the summer to get as many people vaccinated as pop- possible. Maybe even completely shut down for two weeks like we did in March 2020 and try I, to just snuff it out. Yeah. I, I, I think it just became too um, too much of a political liability. I blow my nose. That like, even though it is like vaccinated people are most likely 100% you know safe from this thing not gonna you know not gonna die from this thing 
like you just had governors that were just sick and tired of people like threatening to kidnap them and murder them. They're just like, fuck, like they're just like they, they just wanted a way out. And this was just an easy thing to, for them to do was just like stop trying to fight people on the mask thing and just be like, you know what, whatever. Yeah. Just whatever. I think they figured the CDC is saying it. We're safe enough. Yeah. It's like I was saying with idiot Kevin Sorbo. Hopefully it just doesn't have some kind of crazy jump. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Cthulhu. That's a pretty good answer. Yeah. Like at first I was going to say the alien from Aliens, the Xenomorph, because that's probably the, the most terrifying. Um, There's a part of me that just is like, oh, that's so cool, though. I kind of want to see it. But then, yeah, they, but then, then, then you get melted and eaten. Um, you only get melted if you blow it up. But it, it can drip acid on you, though, when it's when its little mouth comes out there. Does it drip acid on yeah. you? It's, got, it's, it's like a pre-digestive enzyme? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that part. It's got acid mouth. I knew a girl with acid mouth. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, so those are my two. Cthulhu and Alien Monster. Um... I mean, a dragon like Smaug would be pretty terrifying. Like a whole, what are you gonna do with a dragon? You hide. It's just gonna eat you. Yeah, the the size of the dragon I think makes it a little less terrifying, in that it might be easier to like uh, escape from. But the whole point of like the alien and like the alien movies is that it's like about your size, and it's gonna like go through the ducks. It's gonna like go through the hallways, and it's just gonna like. It can it can get to where you're trying to hide. It's gonna find you. Yes, yeah. what does Kibby? Uh, I'm gonna go with acid mouth. Oh, but I have no idea. You're probably right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. The other thing that I was thinking with the dragon, it would be terrifying to encounter, but like it mm-hmm. might just eat you in a bite, and you'd just be dead. Yes. Uh, or even like, well, I guess like the if when they were burning people alive in. Game of Thrones. It was, it was a little. It was a little slower. Yeah. Okay. That would really suck. Yep. That's a really good point. If it breathed fire on you, and you died that way, that 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 that, that part would suck a lot. That would be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other monster that I was gonna say is uh, I gotta look up the spelling of it. Okay. I had it right. It's the El Zabo. Okay. From Book of the New Sun <coughs> by Gene Wolfe. <laughs> okay, he said it was acid mo. Uh What is this from? Uh, El Zabo are large bear-like predators from an unknown star system. They're covered in thick reddish fur and prefer to live in mountain areas. Uh, it's just a big red bear? Well, I'm not going to read the other part because it's spoilery. <laughs> uh, but there is a thing with the El Zabo. It's this really creepy part of the Book of the New Sun. Uh, 
if anybody ever gets around to reading it, that it's not just like a big giant bear mm-hmm. with talons and fangs and it's also got another thing that it does that's really freaky. Okay. Uh, and it's like this heartbreaking and terrifying part of the book. So I that that would be my other vote. Okay. But I think Cthulhu is probably the best. It's probably the, it's probably the of all the things like I know there are like elder gods in the canon I think that are like, you know, like above him. But we'll just go with Cthulhu as the catch-all for like that sort of uh uh kind of s- psycho uh sexual awakening that is have you watched uh, Lovecraft? What's it called? Lovecraft Country? Yeah. No. Okay. Next beer I'm drinking is also Bauhaus. It's called Bestoked. Okay. It's an IPA. Okay. That wasn't as good of a crack. I spilled some on myself. You did. Yeah, it tastes like a beer. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> Ah, uh, actually, that's pretty good. It's kind of fruity. If heady aromas of citrus, tropical fruit, and sweet cannabis sounds like your cup of tea, it does. Get ready to be bestoked. It's good. Okay. I like it. Bauhaus ain't bad. Bauhaus does it right. Mm-hmm. Um... What was the movie with Nick Cage? That was it was Lovecraft themed, the, or it wasn't Lovecraft themed. It was based on a Lovecraft short story. Like the it's not uh, something it, purple. Yeah, something purple. Did that come out? Yeah, I think it's on Shutter too. If you want to watch it, ooh, because I think at least I, I believe it is. I do want to. You never watched that? No. I remember seeing a trailer for it and it looked good. Mm-hmm. And then, and then there was a global pandemic. Correct. What a weird year. Oh, yeah. It almost is edited out of my mind now. Yeah, because uh, we, we got to where a year ended. Um, and so now it just feels like the ending of that school year. Right. Like, I get what you're saying. It yeah. Literally, it literally, the, the, that other year is gone. We had, it was the end of a school year. Yep. We went into a lockdown. Mm-hmm. And now we're out of a lockdown. And, and now we're out of a lockdown a year later ending. and school is ending. And it just feels like yep, there's just a year. Man, I was showing Amber videos of our daughter this morning. Like, I barely remember her at this age. She was just this little baby. That wasn't lockdown, though. It's just think, made it's made time so weird. Yeah. And I, I could see that also being second child syndrome, as I'm calling it. I'm going to write a book about it. Uh, <laughs> that... There, there's all that stuff that like that I hear from like every you know new parent thing going into second parent and third parent where it's just like oh yeah I just stopped giving, it's like I really I just stopped giving a shit about that stuff. Well, I know I know that I loved it while we were in it, but it was just like it wasn't the first time. It wasn't as special. And you're so fucking busy because you got the other one right. <laughs> Once you have two of them, it's just like oh my god, you can't because you couldn't focus all your attention on Aurora. Because mm-hmm. Nemo's doing shit. Yeah. <clears throat> and now it's like we can't focus all of our attention on Nemo. Because Aurora's, doing, Aurora's all doing all this shit. Fucking toddlers are so nuts. 
Maybe maybe Aurora is the mythical beast I don't want to encounter. Bro, did you hear her tonight? Yeah. Before I got up there? Sound like a some weird banshee. Psycho. For Nemo no never did that. Nemo would wail, but he wouldn't like scream and what a lunatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, she's two, that's why, but All right, uh, so Cthulhu, Aurora, Xenomorph. <laughs> Two-year-old Aurora. Yeah, that, that's my future ranking. Aurora. If you're listening to she's this, probably, you're she, not a psycho. We think. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're murdering people, then we got a problem. Yeah. No, but it was. I mean, Nemo was. He would sob and sob, and but he wouldn't like scream. And then Dan also had to hear me yell at my kids. Which I don't think you've heard me yell at my kids before. I've heard people yell at kids enough. It's just like, <laughs> it's where it's like it, I. I I don't think anything of it because right. like, one, you're putting on a show. Right. Like, it's, it's just all just bravado. Well, then you didn't hear me talk nicely to her afterwards yeah. when she laid down. Yeah, because like, it's, it's all just bravado to try and just like, because like you're not physically going to hurt your child. It's, no. it's just, it's just. But she's screaming her head off at her mom. And so I walk in and I go, excuse me. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but there's different, definitely a difference between me yelling and Amber yelling. I feel like that's the way it seems to be across the board. Yeah, by and large, I think. I don't know. I was I was not afraid of my dad growing up, mm-hmm. like, at all. But I was, my mom, still scary. Like, my, get out of my face, fruit fly. Now it's down by my leg. Yeah. My mom was like, oh, don't fuck with my mom. She was scary. Like, I can remember my dad yelling every once in a while, and you'd be like, all right, he's yelling. Mm-hmm. Like now he's actually mad, mm-hmm. but my mom was a force to be reckoned with. Like she could still, <laughs> she could still strike fear in my heart. Uh yeah, I got nothing else to say about mythical beasts. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with Cthulhu, Xenomorph, uh, Red Red Panda Bear, Aurora. Yep. Oh, all right. We have two of them here. Ooh, okay. Should we do the other one or should we do mailbag? Uh, it's up to you. I'll let you pick right now. Either that or a mic question. Air quality alert issued. Pollen? I don't know, man. I saw... It might be because it's so hot that like things could just light on fire tomorrow. Uh, air quality alert issued due to ozone for Friday, June 4th. The Minnesota Pollution Control Agency has issued air quality worse than Friday. Whatever. I'm not going to read this whole thing on there. <laughs> ozone. O3. I think I think ozone is O3. I have no idea. But yeah, man. I saw... I, sh- I shared it with Mike. It's like I got to keep blowing my nose. Mm-hmm. And it was this... This meme that was like, uh, survived a whole year and a half of a global pandemic without getting sick once, only to get absolutely bodied mm-hmm. by allergies. Mm-hmm. Like, my whole driveway just had a dusting of orange on it. There's cottonwood. Like, cottonwood you could just scoop like fucking snow. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. It's out to get you. And so, yeah, my nose is all stuffed up and I'm like... Constantly itching my nose. People quit messaging me. Shut up. 
Uh, we'll do, let's do this other one. Okay. It's just three words: stop motion animation, walls and grommet. You know what I really remember? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Celebrity death match. Yep. There's no way that show is good. No, but it was good to 16 year olds. I watched. Was I 16? I may have been like 14. I want to say I was like 13 or 14. Yeah. I watched a lot of Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh, yeah. Bro, my nose. That was definitely like appointment viewing. Uh, what else is there? Oh, no, the best one. The best one. The, on, the only thing that I flew all the way out to Manhattan to see. Nightmare Before uh, Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. We flew out to Manhattan to see the Tim Burton exhibit at the MoMA. Mm-hmm. Uh, which had a lot of stuff, but I was like, I want to see the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas is awesome. Yeah. I remember, where was I? I was a kid, and I was somewhere, and we started watching Nightmare Before Christmas, and we had to turn it off because this five-year-old said it was too scary. And I was like, <laughs> what? I could see that. Who the fuck is this kid? I can now. He's got skeleton guys and zombie ladies. and. But as, a, as like whatever I was, like eight or whatever, I was like, this is one of the greatest things that's ever made. What are you talking about? And that guy's got, all the, guy's got all the worms in his stomach. That was scary shit as, as you're like a three-year-old. Not me. I ain't no bitch. <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> I, know, I, remember, I remember trying to do it in like. You did well. Our, our our teacher in like fourth grade, um, had a camera where would, like you could just like, you know, slowly move. Man, I think if I had been exposed to that in fourth grade, I would have been obsessed with making movies, dude. I would have spent so much time doing that. Uh, and it was so unfun. <laughs> I bet I would have had fun. No, it I, sounds fun now. Like. Cause like it's like oh like it's like I'm sitting there with like these other people and we're just like slowly moving like oh you had to do it with other dumb idiots yeah, yeah. Uh, like slowly moving like our our clay characters around this well I, I I even I don't even remember what we were doing no I would have wanted it like at my house something I could do by myself oh yeah you could just do it with action figures or whatever uh maybe the best one ever is Ben Wyatt's in uh, Parks Who and Rec was that one. Stand in the place where... Oh. And then he's like, are you kidding me? I've been doing this for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just hiccuped. Oh, my God. Maybe I shouldn't be in your house. There's this kids is, screaming. Kids are sick. This is just allergies. <laughs> you keep saying that. Famous last words. <laughs> uh, no, I was sick of the Twins game. I'm not sick now. Oh, good. Thank God I was in your truck. <laughs> It's your fault for sitting shotgun. Um, I was just going to say something. I don't have anything else to add on stop animation. Nope. Those are the those are the hallmarks. Like you know, I don't get, I don't care about Chicken Run. Uh, uh, I saw Fantastic Mr. Fox once. Ooh, I still need to see that. Is that good? Uh, yeah. I, I don't remember much of it. Um, it didn't. It didn't. You know, like make like a huge impression on me or anything like that. Uh, I love dogs. Is supposed to be very good. I love dogs. What is that? It's a um, like the Moonrise Kingdom guy. I can't think of his name. Uh, Isn't Moonrise Kingdom fantastic, Mister Fox guy? I don't think. So. Christ, I can't remember if they're the same person. Um, but it's him. It's about like a. 
an island in Japan with a bunch of dogs on it. Oh, I vaguely remember wanting to see that. I wish Rolo was here and he could help her. He could tell us what made him say stop motion animation. Yeah, like what did, what did he recently looked at? Uh, I think he's helping his dad tear his deck down. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't sound fun. Yeah. I mean, the big one to me would be Nightmare Before Christmas. I haven't watched it in a long time, but like there was a minute there where I was like, I loved that. Mm. And the bat, you know, the Batman one and Batman two. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not stop motion, but there are Tim Burton. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I ever didn't Tim Burton do a bunch of stop motion shit. I don't know because like that Coraline movie wasn't Tim Burton. Oh, that was another really good one, Coraline. All right, I gotta mute these morons. Shut up. Oh, my phone is just in my peripheral, going bling bling bling. Um. Yeah, Coraline's good. Mm-hmm. That's another great stop motion one. Mm-hmm. Um. Didn't Matt have us watch one that was stop motion that was really cool? Or it was like paper or something? What was that one? Oh, that was uh, like, it's not Ori in the Blind Forest, but the it's, it's a similar title to that where it's like a kid's name. Right. But they're like, they have oh, to fight. Kobu? They have to fight this giant monster and stuff. That one was cool. We'll go Kobu. I think, oh, fuck it, I don't, I think it was Kobu. Should I try to look it up? Sure. Just type in Kobu stop motion. Kubo. Kubo. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's Kubo. How Kubo and the Two Strings. Yes. Yes. He had his guitar. Kubo and the Two Strings was really cool because he had to fight this uh, this big thing. Hold on. What was it? He had to fight like a big fish or some shit. He fought, he fought a lot of stuff. Wait, was this stop motion though? It's something where like I don't know how much of it is actually animated. Yeah, it's like a combination of the two. I think so. Because, yeah, like, here's him. Okay. So, yeah, I, th- I think they used, like, the paper the paper people, but then they also used... Uh, Animation. Yeah. Okay, it was a giant skeleton that he had to fight. Sorry, I'm just oh, that's right. Yeah, online. that's right. I remember that now. That one was really cool. Matt also had us watch one that was one of my favorite movies we watched in a long time. It was... Uh, the Red Turtle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, if you haven't seen The Red Turtle, it's like 70 minutes. It was a short movie. Yeah. How long is it? Uh, the Red Turtle. What's the runtime on it? Hour and 20? Yeah. So less than 90? It's like 80? Yep. Yeah. Uh, That was really good. If you have the opportunity to see The Red Turtle... I don't know. That one, just, it just really spoke to me. I remember that, like that ending. It seemed like everybody else was kind of underwhelmed by it, but I was like, man, I liked that a whole bunch. No, oh, it's, it's a very good movie. Yeah. Uh, well, you just kept saying how much you wanted to fuck a turtle. And it's like, Adam, settle down. I have, I got a shell. Sure. <laughs> well, I don't know. How much you want to fuck a turtle? I remember what I was going to say. 
I got my gym moved into my garage, Dan. Oh. And uh, tomorrow. Yeah, this weekend you'll be a wet boy. Well, tomorrow, even if Nemo's sick, I can still just put him in front of the iPad. Like that's, I mean, him being sick now, mm-hmm. it's going to be so much different than when you have a toddler who's sick. Oh yeah, and they're just they're miserable and they don't understand why you can't make it better and Mm-mm. like Nemo gets it. I'm just sick. Yeah, uh, let, let me just lay here and give me ginger ale. I'm fine. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'll still snuggle him and bring him downstairs, and we'll play Mega Man and shit like that. But but you you like being just just hunkered. Yeah. He literally today was like, "I'm just gonna go lay down," mm-hmm. and went and laid down under a big blanket. And Joey got on top of him, and I was like, "Oh, poor guy. He just doesn't feel well." It also was really sweet that Joey laid on him. Joey, you like your kids? Not as much as you like squirrels. Squirrel? Treat? He, he, that was one of the hardest things to do to train him with at first. Because he doesn't like treats. Mm. He's like not really that food motivated. And all of, like, all of the dogs I've ever had, mm-hmm. you just train him with food. And Joey's like, eh, whatever. Uh, you just train him with good boys. Yeah, it's funny. Like, my sister doesn't like... Like train, doesn't like train like her dogs with treats either. It's just literally just their food. Like she just has like a few like piece of the food, and she'd be like, you know, all right, sit down. And so it's like, oh yeah, it's like I, I get one one tiny piece of oh, my regular Joey, food. Joey wouldn't give a shit. He no, just he, laugh he hates at to you. eat. Yeah, he hates he, he hates eating though. Yeah, he's so weird with that stuff. He the best way I found to train him was with fetch. I would get him to do stuff with fetch. He like he likes bringing things back. He, I make the joke because he was a mutt, or he is a mutt, mm-hmm. but he was a stray down in Georgia. Uh, I apparently there's a bunch of strays in the south, and they get them and ship them up north. I have no idea why. Uh, but they shipped him up here, and we saw a picture of him online, and we were like, "Let's go get that dog." And we met him, and I remember the first thing he did is he picked up his blanket mm-hmm. in his mouth, and then he came and laid in my lap, and sat there in my lap chewing on a blanket, and I was like, "I love this dog." And then we took him out on a leash for a walk and like walked him around. That's the other thing that'll make his ears perk up. Mm-hmm. Go for a walk. <laughs> he doesn't want to, but. Uh, he would absolutely right now if we took him. Um, oh, and so <laughs> we, we don't, we, they were like, we think his breed is uh, Lab Retriever. Mm-hmm. And I always make the joke that like, well, the way they figured out he was retrievers, they just threw a ball. Oh, he got it. Because he just got it and brought it back. Like, mm-hmm. throw it again. <laughs> throw it again. Uh, but I, when we lived in Grand Avenue, mm-hmm. I trained him a lot that way. I would have him do things and play fetch with him. And that's how he learned, like, sit, stay, come, lay down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been one to teach my dogs, like, roll over or shit. Like, I just want my dogs to know the things that, like, if I need you to come to me, do that. If I need you to stay where you are, mm-hmm. do that. If I need you to sit or lay down, do that. Rollover is always funny because dogs suck at rolling over at first. <laughs> he also knows get out of the kitchen. That, that's that been a funny one. Get out of the kitchen. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, so I have my, I've, I've moved my gym up into my garage mm-hmm. and I'm excited to do, like I said, I, Hot yoga. My idiot kid got me sick. 
And so stop calling them idiots. You're not idiots. It's, it's, I hope you know that by the time you're older and listening to these, that it's a term of endearment. Yeah. Now you're just old idiots. Yeah. I mean, Dan's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was actually Jeff got us to laugh super hard that one night when he was, I forget what the joke was, but it was somebody was waking up their wife because we were demanding that Rob or Mike ask their significant other a question. Like, does Katie do this or does it was something like that. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) And Jeff was like, yeah, I can just see Mike going, shaking her awake and going, hey, my idiots want to know. And then we all busted out laughing at the idea of being called my idiots. Um, but yeah, I didn't get to do my Sunday. No, I, I went to the Twins game with you guys on Sunday. And then on Monday, I felt worse. Mm-hmm. So I didn't work out, but I was going to work out on Monday. So I didn't get to work out in my garage then. But now tomorrow, I'll get to do leg day, mm-hmm. which is like the hardest day I do. <laughs> Uh, is that a motorcycle? The hell yeah, it was. That was so loud. Was that in my yard? It must. It must have just drove right past. I wonder house. if it drove. by there's never motorcycles that drive. Like you can sometimes hear them. I I, I can't imagine that would have been Valley Creek. Man, that was loud as fuck. Mm-hmm. Get out of here! One fruit fly. They're the worst. Where uh, do they come from? Fruit. Oh, they live in fruit. <laughs> they live there. But yeah, I'm excited for that tomorrow. Just, yeah, just be a sweaty mess. I I'm excited for school to be over to to work out more because like these last couple of weeks, right. I just haven't felt like doing anything when I got home. Right, and I've just been not, so I've just been like not doing anything, and like so I got my bike yesterday, and like I could I could tell I hadn't been like I hadn't done anything in a few weeks, and my body's like this isn't as easy as it was, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I. It, yeah, not working out as much and eating more poorly because like you couldn't when you were doing the handouts and mm-hmm. stuff you couldn't eat as well or I couldn't just, make it back home to eat. Get whatever you could, right, and just shovel it down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I was just looking at myself today. I was oh I was moving the sprinkler right as the kids got home, mm-hmm. and I was just out without a shirt on because it was hot. And I like walked by and I saw my reflection. I was like, oh, I just feel like I look chunkier than i did like several weeks ago oh he's over here the fruit fly leave me alone he's a bastard uh but yeah i'm looking forward to that tomorrow i got the I, whole squat rack and everything up there i did i did see that our sister podcast uh uh has a beer collab with, oh yeah with, with fucking black stack because screw brett being cooler than us screw brett I mean, Brett's just... Look, we need a Blackstack X. This might sound stupid. Neither one of us are extroverted enough for that. No, but I do need cans of whatever this Blackstack X private sector is. Message Brett. Oh, let's go buy them in the store. Yeah. I said, like, I always... I've, I've never wanted to... It's always gotten me enough that um, I, I never want to... Ask right. for more. No. Yeah. Brett, yeah. Brett is very generous. I yes. don't ever want to ask him for anything. Yep. Uh, it's Aurora. It's like... <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she defeated Amber. <laughs> My house now. 
<laughs> I like your noise. Unless <laughs> you some sort of monster from a Final Fantasy game. Uh, um, yeah, the only thing I'm wondering is if I'm going to have to chalk up my, That's the thing. Like, my I, back I, at all. I because just I'll be say, so be sweaty. Careful, yeah. Well, I have the safety bars. Yeah. Uh, and the nice thing is when you're doing squats, if I just have to dump it off my back, I can. Yep. The only thing I don't want to have happen is if my back is too slick, Mm -hmm. I'd have to chalk my... I still have my climbing chalk, Mm -hmm. so I can chalk up my back and get it on there, or I could just squat with a shirt on. Yeah. Uh, What I'm afraid of having happen is like if I'm squatting Mm -hmm. and the bar slips, Mm -hmm. it would just fall on my... And I'd break my garage foundation. It's already cracked, though. It's old, so... But yeah, I want to do... Squats and shit tomorrow, and then on Sunday, I have I went to Home Depot and bought. They had uh, high impact resistant, like gym mats that you would put down oh, in a sure. home gym. Mm-hmm. So I bought those so that I can deadlift. Okay, because I'm at the point in deadlifting, it's enough weight where like I'm not picking it up and setting it down. Mm-hmm. I'm like picking it up, drop and it, dropping it, and then picking it up and then dropping it. Uh, and I'd like to you sound like a CrossFit gym, which is like, right. Kush, 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 it's kush, just, kush, kush. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to eventually just build a, uh, two swimming pools. So it absorbs it in the water. Mm-hmm. It takes the sound away. I'm glad you already knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a, I can't remember what it's called now. God damn it. All I can think of is the word deadlift box and that's not right. It should be called that probably. It's just, it's like a little platform. So you, build it out of wood and then mm-hmm. it's like plywood over it mm-hmm. and then so you're dropping on that okay and then the weights dispersed across the whole thing what the fuck is it called i'm gonna try and go running well i'm not i'm gonna try but i gotta make sure i get pick up sunscreen tomorrow because i'm gonna go running on saturday um and it's gonna be sunny as fuck and hot as hell so i, I gotta make sure that i'm suntan lotioned up otherwise i'm sure i will burn i guess it's just a deadlift platform do you do any stretching this isn't what i'm looking for uh i definitely do kibby like there's like a, a series of ones that i'll do like after i get off my bike for sure um i'll just kind of warm up on the bike doing the motion before I get going, um, but after I get off, I do like a, of like I, I'd say like five to, so it's probably about five minutes of kind of like leg lower body stretching just to make just, just for get, biking. Yeah, because like like I've been on the stupid thing for like an hour and a half, so I'll get off and I'll go like, so I'll I'll just do some like, uh, basically try and stretch out each of the muscles just to kind of, uh, get myself back into a, make make sure that it's good. I don't know. I mean, it's always been told i've never stretched after bike i've been always told that like stretching is just like stretching after a workout is part of the cool down process there seems to be like just i I like to cool down there's a lot of conflicting stuff everywhere we're like some people say it's good to stretch cold muscles because of whatever Mm -hmm. i you know like don't listen to me and just google it uh that stretching cold muscles versus warm muscles What's the difference? Um, I don't typically stretch before I work out. Same here. 
Um, I don't stretch at all before or after biking. If I, I run, it's, I do it for both. Just if I run, I stretch my calves out after. Like I've, I've, um, I do. You know the one where you just basically go up to a wall or a tree. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, and you put your foot up. Yeah, yeah but you, you do a you do like that calf stretch where it's all yeah. stretching your Achilles. Yeah. Um, it just because I've been in like sitting on this thing for an hour and a half. I think it's more also just to kind of open up my uh, my lower body again. Just because, like, I know when, like, when when I, like, watch videos and I would do some exercises with, like, squats and stuff like that or, like, different sorts of muscle groups, um, I would just, like, remember in my head the, the moves, like, the things they, they would have to do in, like, the two or three minute cool down um, of just kind of getting your heart rate down and just kind of getting... Um, um, and just kind of stretching after the workout, and so I just do those. It's it's usually just like, uh, um, like a lunge with like the, and then you kind of like you stand back up and just kind of you know go into like a calf stretch where you're just kind of put like pulling on your foot, kind of leaning backwards a little bit. So yeah, it's, like it's, it's it's just where you're one leg straight in front of you and your other leg's bent like yep, this. Yep. Yeah. And so it's it's just it's just those little things. Um, and I don't know if they, they work like they've, I know that my legs always feel like I don't, they don't, I don't ever feel tight after, um, after biking, but that might just also Can be you that sit I've, down into a full body weight squat? What now? <laughs> Can you stand up uh-huh. and then sit all the way into a squat? Not with any weight, just body weight. I, I don't know. Do you have like the hip flexibility to do that? I don't know. Stand up and do it. I don't know what's what's happening. I'm not going to put it on camera. So you, it's only going to be me laughing at you. So then go down into a squat. Like ass to grass. Put your butt on the floor. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people who can't do that. Who can't like sit down into a squat. Like I've never been good at the um uh like the bending over grabbing the toes thing. I like I have th- I have terrible like Where do you feel that tension? I just can't reach that far. Like so I don't know if that's just like I can't like it might be like right here. I wonder what your ape index is. The fuck is going on? <laughs> so your ape index is your wingspan? Uh-huh. Compared to your height. Oh yeah, like maybe, yeah, maybe I just have like a like because I have a not the greatest. I have a bigger span. reach than you, but it was only by like, like half an inch, right? I remember when I was from like growing up, people saying that I had like long, like long legs. So I I might be a little bit longer in the uh in the leg area than my arm area. Or is that hold on? Is that what ape index is? It's your arms compared to your legs. Ape index. Ape index. Measure the ratio of an individual's arm span relative to their height. I was right. Okay. Um, Because we're like the same height, but there would be certain climbs where I was able to do them that you couldn't. I just couldn't quite reach. And it was like, I seriously have like like, a digit. It'd be like this much difference. Yeah. But I can bend down and touch my toes. That's uh, not, not for me. I could never do that. I wonder if our leg length is the same then. I don't know. That's interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kibby, I stretch just about every day 
Uh, I have usually one day out of the week mm-hmm. where I will use assistance from... I have to be careful about the way I say this. I, probably nobody cares, but I will use assistance from... Marijuana. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but... Uh, I will use assistance from something that helps me feel the stretches better. Sure. Uh, and I will do like a 45-minute mm. session of just stretching and there's no working out. Um, but I stretch just about every day. I do not stretch before or after a workout. I, I The one nice thing that I've seen in our elementary schools uh, that I've seen over the last few years is the importance of movement and stretching for the kids because mm-hmm. it's a huge part of uh, like just yoga for lack of a better term like getting the kids into like movement and things like that is um, something I never thought like because like we never dealt with anything like that growing up like like being in elementary school like I can't remember like getting up and like doing like movement exercises and things like that during the day. Um, but that's like a huge... I just remember that, gym stuff. That's like a huge part of like elementary school now is like... Like kids know what like Warrior 1 is. Like it's so it's like... I, so like that, that that can only be good for I, like... I really mostly subscribe to and have my kids subscribe to kind of the Katie Bowman idea of... It's not even stretching. It's just movement. Yeah. Movement is good for mm-hmm. you. Having It's not having a standing desk that's good for you. Mm-hmm. It's having a standing desk and a sitting desk. And then sometimes I sit at my workbench mm-hmm. and, you know, I would really, really, I genuinely would like it if our culture was more like sometimes I'm at my standing desk and sometimes nobody knows what a chowkey is, but sometimes I'm at a chowkey, which is like a, think of like a Japanese table where it's a table that's like this high off the ground oh, yeah. that you sit at where I have my laptop and I'm sitting on the ground working. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of the best things like working from home is that I could just sit on the floor or I could lay on the floor and work. Imagine if you had told like Mike that you were at a chowkey in those first few weeks of like distance learning, he would have he would have died. He, he would have died of laughter. No, it would have been like angry laughter. Annoyed laughter. Yeah, but he wouldn't have breathed though, so he'd have No, died. yeah, he would have died. Um Kimmy is the book uh Becoming a Supple Leopard. Like so much of like it's so much of just movement is now like well, being ingrained in like art, like, and that's what I'm saying. Society. I'm not so I'm not so much into stretching as it's I am movement. into just movement because yeah. if you're moving, one part of you is stretching while the other part is flexing. It's like, because like that's all like my pre like if I'm I'm doing also not an athlete, so okay, same here. If like I'm doing something like uh like before like a non like bike workout or something like that, it's literally just getting my body warm because like if i say if i go from like this to like trying to do something hard for like 45 minutes that can't like <laughs> i feel like the sorry s- keeps no, coming. <laughs> a what? A uh, what i feel like the science is like that just you know like if you're if you're if you've been sitting at a desk for eight hours and you go and immediately try, try and like sprint? do much stuff like you're more likely to hurt yourself right i so before I squat, mm-hmm. I'll foam roll just a little bit okay. on my like IT band and on my quads. Okay. Just to there's 
good data that shows like you can just loosen it up. Yeah, like there's there's little shit in there that you can right. Yeah, that you're loosening up. I foam roll. It's like maybe a minute per leg. Like it's yeah. real quick. You don't need a lot. I do. Uh, I'll do like thirty jumping jacks and then take fifteen seconds. Thirty jumping jacks. I just do that until I feel warm. Like I never yeah. count the sets that I do. I just no. do it till like I can feel warmer. Um, and then for squatting. I'll squat just the bar mm-hmm. and I'll go really slow and like focus on opening my hips up and things like that. Yeah. And then I'll go, I mean, at this point I go to like my next warm up is like I squat plates, which are 45s. Uh, I'll squat those and then I'll go to like almost what I'm squatting for my weight. Mm-hmm. And then I just go to my weight and I do four sets of those. Yeah. Like you're, you're basically, you're, you're getting your body ready the, for the movement it's going to be if doing. If you let, like Jeff Nippert, I talk about him a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does some great breakdowns of just where he researches all the science and then explains it to you. So you have to trust him that he's explaining the science well, but basically stretching before a workout hasn't been shown to reduce injury all that much, but warming your body up, warming your muscles up has, that's the important part. It's the, the important part is getting warm. And and that's, I do stretch because I like the flexibility. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm not that flexible. Mm Mm-hmm. But I do like the Cossack squat. I do that a lot, which is where you're... I don't know how to explain the Cossack squat. It's where like one leg is straight. It's the Russian dance. Right. And your other leg is kind of like this. And then you go from side to side. You can either leave your foot flat and that stretches certain things or you can put your heel up. And I do the Cossack squat. And like wherever I'm feeling tight, you can just feel it in the Cossack squat. Mm -hmm. Where like if I feel like I need to leave my foot flat and like I need to stretch my inner thigh... That's what I'll do. Or if I feel like, nope, you know what? It's like my back, part of my thigh and my hip. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. Uh, I do that just about every day. I do pigeons pose just about every day. Okay. I don't. I literally don't know how to explain pigeons pose. Sure. Just look that up. Uh, doing pigeons pose just about every day helped with my knee pain. That oh. was one of the things my physical therapist gave to me. Um, it stretches. So basically you have one leg straight behind you. And then the other leg is like curved under you. Sure. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and it stretches the part of your butt that like wraps mm-hmm. around. It feels so good. Um, depending on how tight I am, sometimes I have to use a yoga block. Oh, okay. To stay up high enough. Like if I, that, my hips get really tight. Um, and then the one I'll do, like when I do the 45 minutes of stretching, I do. So you sit. You have your foot on the ground and then your leg at a 45 degree angle Mm -hmm. and then your knee on the ground and your leg at a 45 degree angle. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, You flex like your butt. Yep. You flex your glute and then you reach up in the air and you kind of turn and then tilt back. Mm -hmm. It stretches your uh, hip flexor. Yep. Like your psoas muscle. Yeah, you're opening up your psoas. Oh man, that one feels really good. And I do that. I remember the first time this lady said psoas and like this work, this work of him, I'm like, what the fuck is this psoas? What is this psoas? Like she, just, like she was trying to explain basically doing that stretch. Right. She's like, you do this and it's going to open your psoas. I'm like, 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 like the first time it's like, am I squeezing correctly? Well, you have to squeeze <laughs> your butt. Yeah. Because if you don't squeeze your butt, it doesn't, it's not the same. Yeah. But if you clench your butt mm-hmm. and then you put your hand up and you slightly turn away and like I, it's almost euphoric that one. Hmm. And like if my psoas isn't tight, it's like this is fine. But uh, my psoas gets really tight after like squats, okay. because I think I use it a lot when I'm doing my hip makes, drive at the end sense. of it. 
that one feels so good where it's just like oh man that one in the pigeon pose the pigeon pose after like deadlifts mm-hmm. or um uh a caustic squat no not a caustic squat i can't think of what it's called but yeah if the the stretching that i do before like the few and far between like workouts that i do uh are basically just doing mostly like in some aspect the things i'm going to be doing in the workout okay so so i'm just kind of like using those muscles a little bit before i before i really use those muscles before my push day or my pull day i don't stretch at all okay i don't foam roll at all if like if i have my push day and i'm going to do bench press and my chest feels a little tight i might roll it out like i take a tennis ball and i put it against the wall uh you missed two robs random topics oh yeah uh and i roll my chest out mm-hmm. maybe um but again on my pull day what i've typically been doing that i won't do anymore because i'm gonna do my pull day at home for a while is i would just do half a mile on the track oh sure at the high school um perfect and that warms me up yeah you're and moving, then you're moving your whole body on my push day it's the same thing i just do jumping jacks mm-hmm. uh i might do some kick throughs which is where like you're you're standing on all fours like a bear <laughs> and then you kick through oh, okay yeah and then you come back to all fours and you kick through and yeah. i just do some of those just to get the push muscles engaged mm-hmm. um and warmed up but yeah kibby to answer your question i don't yeah i, I don't stretch at all before a workout yeah, I, like, it's before like, squatting like, i foam roll a little like even thinking back to like when I ran track, like, and we'd be out there like with like the varsity kids, with like the coach and stuff. Like, stretching was literally just like you would do a couple like static stretches, and that was it. And like I don't remember, I don't remember any kids ever getting hurt. Like well, you're also kids. That's that is true. Well, some are eighteen. They're 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 adults. Uh, but. No, it's just like when I get off that bike, I think it's just more like it's it's slightly psychological, like because I'm like, OK, I'm just, I'm just going to like because sure. like I've been doing this. I thing. think your point about you were just sitting in the same position. That, for, that's the yeah. other thing. Where it's like I just want to move in a different way. Cause like, right. I, I basically that makes off, sense to me. I basically start off by just like standing and just like swinging my leg for like. Also, when you. Ten seconds. When you're I mean, after the end of your workout, you're super warm. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to stretch your muscles. Yep. Pretty well. But uh, I think if I was squatting like 400 pounds or doing something crazy, mm-hmm. I'd be I'd stretch more. I think as I've gotten older, I have to stretch more. Mm-hmm. Not that I worked out a lot when I was younger. And also, keep in mind, I'm not an athlete. Like, mm-hmm. if I took my shirt off, I don't have a six-pack. I just – I'd look like a dad. Yeah. Uh, but I like working out. Yeah. Um, what did I watch? I watched Kickboxer last time. Last time? Oh, on your bike. Oh, I'm like, better, better, uh, different than Bloodsport. Because it's, it's only kickboxing. And, like, at first I thought they were going to show better kickboxing. Because, like, they had, a, they had a couple people kind of sparring. Like, doing, like, because they're in Thailand. They're actually, like, people are, like, you know, warming up doing actual, like, kickboxing shit. Uh, but then the fights just turn into, you know, your classic, like, punch, 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 punch. People getting punched way more than they actually can get punched. Yep. Like, he injured Jean-Claude. Like, Jean-Claude was going to become a lawyer. 
but then his uh, brother got injured in a fight. And so he had to avenge his brother. Ah, that makes sense. Yep, in Thailand. Yeah. Because he was the best kickboxer in America, but that's American kickboxing. That's not Thai kickboxing. So they went and fought the scary that, Asian guy. With that heavy French accent? Uh, yes. His brother had no accent at all. Uh, <laughs> and, like, you know, it's... It, 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 like, so, like, they, like, he gets in this fight, this guy just beats the shit out of him. And, like, he like he throws a towel in, and the guy kicks a towel in the ring and just drops, like, a knee on his spine and, like, paralyzes his brother. Jesus. Yeah. He goes, ah, and everyone's cheering because it's Thailand. They love it. Uh... Yes, yeah, so that's Kickboxer. It's a pretty good review. I don't know if this guy was wearing a prosthetic. It made me wonder, uh, like, cause he had like he had like the really long like ponytail, um, but he had like this weird ridge here. So I don't know if that was just his head. He was just a weird looking Asian dude, or if it was like a prosthetic with the ponytail and stuff on his head. Never seen. Him. I need. I need someone to tell me. Someone will answer you. Please, Richard Wade. Google Kickboxer head. Kickboxer. Prosthetic. Uh, so Kimmy says there's a really good book. Oh, th- I, when you said a what, I was saying, is it How to Become a Supple Leopard? People talk about that book all the time as being... Is it like a stretching book? Mecca. Yeah. Okay. It's all about stretching to prevent injury and things like that. Uh, I know Juji Mufu. Yeah, yeah Kickboxer is yeah. like, the, like the underground like street fighting one. Juji Mufu has a big book on stretching. He's big in stretching. Uh, Juji stretch foo. I think. I think if I had, if I was doing more weight, gummy bears, gummy bears, sprinkles, sprinkles. That's the that's what they're yelling in hot shots when he's like oh, deciding yeah. what to put his his <laughs> caramel covered hands in. <laughs> At first, I was like. What the fuck uh, are you talking about? Uh, and he's got the gummy bears and sprinkles gummy on his bears, fingers. Gummy bears, sprinkles, sprinkles. Oh man, I gotta uh, watch that movie again. I'd like that it, movie's good. Like, like I, I, it got brought up in something. That's the first movie I remember like laughing out loud at in a theater. <laughs> like was hot just part two. Um. Yeah, Juju Move, who has I think one or two books. He's got like legendary flexibility. But his stuff, like, he does all the tricking and things like that, which is, like, gymnastics. That's where you jump oh, and flip around and okay. shit, which I have no interest in doing. Basically, like, parkour, but except not on things. It's gymnastics. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I don't say gymnastics dismissively. It's the, the, That shit's hard. Did the stigma... I feel like the stigma around being... I, I guess I don't know. I wonder if the stigma still exists about being a gymnast. Like growing, there a stigma around it? Well, growing up, I like it was always like girls did gymnastics, guys did like other sports. Oh, I did gymnastics. Uh, yeah, no, I get that. I can tell. <laughs> uh, but now, like, so much of like the gymnastic like world is kind of invaded every other sport. Yeah, I don't know. Gymnastics is hard as fuck. Oh yeah, and like that tricking and stuff is hard. Oh, what like like. Like I, I love watching gymnastics. Like I'll like when the Summer Olympics happen, I'll watch gymnastics. You know, women's gymnastics is great. Like they're just doing nonsense shit. And then you watch the guys. And it's like I don't understand what you're doing. Like, watching those guys do you, those rings. The rings is the most I impressive. I don't thing understand you can, how you can do that. It's the most it's fucking remarkable. Yeah, like parallel bars, all the other stuff. Like vault is crazy to watch. Uh, even the floor routine with the, how much they flip, but the rings. 
is the most singularly like impressive physical thing you can almost do in the Olympics. Miraculous. Yeah. But uh, I don't need flexibility for all that stuff. I mean, no. the workouts I do are bodybuilding workouts, yeah. which they're mostly for vanity, but also the thing that I've noticed like to get rid of my knee pain and shoulder pain, lifting heavier weights has done more to get rid of it. Lifting heavier weights very consciously, mm-hmm. not just like ripping it around, but uh, has done more to alleviate all that pain, like just making the muscle capable than any stretching ever did before. Yeah. Uh, Because like stretching was just like putting it off. Like it was still, it still existed. Well, like even before when I would do stuff with like 15 pound dumbbells, it's just not the same as yeah. when I started bench pressing, it was, uh, I had the bar, which is 45 pounds Mm -hmm. and 15 pounds on either side. Mm Mm-hmm. But I was doing it very, con- but it was more weight than I had been, you know, and I couldn't, anytime I would do push-ups, I would get shoulder pain. Yeah. Uh, because I couldn't do the weight, but with the bench press, I could actually do the weight. Now I can do push-ups without shoulder pain. Yeah. So I, you know, for me alleviating pain, it was more important to do weight, mm-hmm. not stretching. Uh, but right now it's just like, I don't, I don't need a lot of flexibility. Like in my one big day of stretching, I do the pan, I tr- do the best pancake stretch I can, uh, which is where you put your legs out in a V in front of you mm-hmm. and you get them as wide as you can. Uh, and then you tip forward, but you don't, you, you have to bend at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like you don't bend at your lower back. You try to keep it straight. That one feels really good. Sometimes my hip will pop and that one will feel really good. Man, when I get off that bike sometimes and I do just the generic, uh, like, grab your foot as you're, like, standing on, like, say, so like, you're standing on one leg, you just grab the foot and you, yep. you like, I'll, I'll pull up on my toe, you know, it'll pop my ankle. Oh, really? Like, it's, I think it's usually this, I think it's usually, like, my, my right ankle, but for whatever reason, like, whenever I get off that bike after, like, that hour and whatever and I go to grab my foot and do that one, it, I can usually, like, pull and, like, and, like, pop my one ankle. Huh. My hip will pop in the pancake stretch or in the Cossack. If I do the Cossack squat where I, like my weight is over my left leg, so my left leg is bent mm-hmm. and my right leg is straight out to the side of me, mm-hmm. not my foot flat on the ground, but I turn my foot and I have my heel on the ground and then I bend over that leg, my hip sometimes will pop and it feels so good. Mm. Um but yeah, I'm, I don't. I, to answer your question, yeah, I don't do a lot of stretching. No, I. Th- well, I th- I th- <laughs> that's not true. Like I said, I stretch just about every day, and I have one day where I stretch for almost an hour. But the, the key is being. I th- I feel like it's the key is being warm. For me, it is. It's, it, I I think it's I, th- I think that's where the science is now. It's just so long as like you got the blood flowing, and if you can make it flow in the right places, like so, like like if you can warm like up your penis exactly. Uh, that sets you up the best best for success. Work out with a boner. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I I don't know. I don't want to say what the science says no. because I've just watched videos. When I say science, I'm lying. When <laughs> I've just watched videos of people explaining shit. There's a guy I've talked about before. I love him. He's uh he, he's on Instagram. He he seems like a little too meat-headed for me at times, like a little too in the Joe Rogan camp where he'll like tweet science articles and like underline shit. <laughs> like he did one today 
where he was he like underlined this thing where like coffee drinking coffee decreases gray matter and i was like what so i looked it up uh and i found i didn't find the study but what he was linking to wasn't the study either it was just an article written about the study i didn't find the article that he had <clears throat> but the article that i read was talking about the same thing and it was like yeah uh it does change your gray matter when you're drinking coffee but if you just abstain from it for 10 days it just goes back to normal also they had a quote from the scientists in there that just said like we're not saying this is a bad or a good thing just to be very <laughs> clear it just it just changes your gray, the way your gray matter behaves sure because like it, like it, yeah, I, I, that makes sense. Like it's your brain right. adjusting to something. Your gra- your brain has plasticity. Yeah. I don't know, but it was just like when he, like he underlined it. I was like, what? I feel like this would be a bigger deal if like it was a like do if drinking coffee was damaging to your gray matter or something. Like just the way he underlined it was weird. It was like, yeah, okay, but the whole po- yeah. the the study is saying like, well, it's interesting that it changes it because it just shows us that your brain can be affected by external stimuli and chemicals or whatever but like we're not saying it's bad or good and also you can just not drink coffee and it doesn't happen that's the the changes revert the nature of reading articles on the internet right now it's the people that put the sorry did i say less gray matter i can't remember if he said less keep going sorry uh it's the people that put like the time in to actually like go beyond just the underlying headline and kind of see what like the overall like story is about and you know all that stuff or the people that just that just stop at the headline okay and that becomes their talking point so yeah he says daily caffeine like big black i don't know if you can see this hold on in big you can see his typing at the top yep yep his typing is at the top it says daily caffeine correlated with reduction in gray matter volume and then he underlined Significant reduction in gray matter volume in the meta- medial temporal lobe after 10 days of caffeine intake compared with 10 days of placebo. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Larger gray matter volume reductions were associated with higher individual concentrations of caffeine. Uh, so he underlined stuff, which you can't see. Uh-huh. But then his he like has his own comments in that big black lettering. So... That was where I was like, that seems alarming. Mm-hmm. So I just went out and read about it mm-hmm. and was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, there, why did you whisper that? You know you're on camera. <laughs> Don't trip over Nemo's water bottle. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if less gray matter is bad also, Wade, to answer your question. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't misquoting him. But it was just like, well, that seems alarming. So I went out and read about it and was like, okay, well, you're kind of misrepresenting this, bro. So my whole point of this whole thing was that he, if you end up following strong camps, just be advised that like he loves to put articles that he's read up there and underline bullshit in it. And like whatever he's underlining, don't take his gospel. Like if you're interested in anything he's underlining, go read about it for yourself. Uh, this was the first thing he ever did that with where I was like, I was it, it piqued my interest enough to go read about it uh, because usually it's shit I don't care about. Um, I think he's got kind of a bro-y meathead mentality about of it. Like a lot of the 
Joe Rogan fan base does. I don't know that he's a fan of, of Joe Rogan. He never says he does. He's got a podcast you could probably also listen to and figure it out. Uh, anyways, point being is that he... What was my point? <laughs> the fuck were Dan and I talking about? Before I went off on my Strong Camps rant. Uh... I don't remember why I brought strong camps up. I got all distracted by this. Dan, why I brought strong camps up? What were we talking about before I went on the gray matter rant? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, because you had said science. I said the word science. Uh, And I was like, I don't know, man. I just know I'm... uh, Slowly over time, I figured out what works for me. And one of the things I love about strong camps is he's like... That fell so far. Uh, he talks a lot about, you know, like finding movements that you are capable of doing. Because he's also mm-hmm. like, that's the stuff I pay attention to him. He, he's been a physical person forever. He's a personal trainer. Like that's where he spends his time mm-hmm. and energy. Like that's where his world is. Like if he's if he's putting an Instagram shot of a paper about mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Not psychedelic mushrooms, just mushrooms mm-hmm. in general. Uh, it's like I don't, dude. You're not a fucking scientist. I don't give a fuck what you think about mushrooms. Yeah. I'm also not going to be an insane person and like unfollow him because he's sharing some article about mushrooms. Yeah. I'm just not going to pay attention to him because why the fuck do I care what he thinks about mushrooms? Yes, yeah. I don't care. But he knows a lot about physicality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, you know, one of the things that I like from him is just like find the stuff that works for you yeah uh and he also is a he he was one of the people who kind of got me interested in like using heavier weights to alleviate pain Mm -hmm. because you're forcing your muscles to grow and compensate for the pain yeah rather than trying to stretch it away which is something that i have done before and that's the thing like like so long as it's not like a uh like an actual like chronic problem or like a tear or something like that like, like yeah you're not injured like you like you you can you know you're you're not gonna like sumo uh thing here real quick you're not gonna oh fuck chiono fuji uh no fuji no he was like the yokozuna in like oh i don't the know 1980s okay. he was that little guy the fucking super yoke guy yeah okay he basically said like oh yeah like he like he like put he like basically popped his shoulder out he's like yeah. oh yeah i just worked out really hard on my shoulder and i fixed it yeah i just like, d- did a bunch of push-ups and like, yeah don't, that's not good science don't don't do what this man says uh but like he believed that he could just like do enough push-ups and it would like fix his shoulder uh but it did for him didn't it it did for him yeah uh but that's not the way that works for most other people well so i just think about like with my physical therapist no i don't have a physical <laughs> therapist <laughs> you, want, you want a pt the What's physical therapist here? i went to a few times uh for my knee pain that mm. i'd had forever remember mm-hmm. like it start it started right when we were getting right when we were f- like before nemo was born when we stopped climbing mm-hmm. there would be certain routes i couldn't oh, do yeah. because i would be like if i put pressure on my mm-hmm. foot at this angle at this angle it feels like my whole knee is going to explode mm-hmm. and i just couldn't do these climbs it was so frustrating and I was like, that was the first time where I ever felt my age. Because I was like 29 when it started to happen. And it wasn't like I couldn't, I didn't, like I stopped climbing mm-hmm. for a few weeks. 
It didn't go away. I tried stretching it. It didn't go away. It was just always there. And I was like, maybe I just like I'm just hurt. Yep. Uh, so then like, that, like you may have had like a, like a, like a slight meniscus tear or something like that's that. That's what I thought. And so then after Nemo was, no, after Aurora was born, uh, we had hit our maximum. Like we couldn't, we wouldn't pay any more out of pocket. So I went to, oh. I went to the doctor for insurance. Mm-hmm. I went to the doctor and was like, can you refer me to a physical therapist? And he was like, well, I, it doesn't seem like I want to refer you to a, I forget what I went to, but it was like a guy, he took a bunch of x-rays and like moved my whole leg around. And he was like, it's not a meniscus tear. It's not a blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's not like you don't have a weird, because some people, it's like a certain percentage of the population, like your shit's just fucked. Mm. Like you're just born with a weird joint or whatever. Makes sense. And he's like, it's not that. So I think it's just a muscular imbalance. We'll send you a physical therapist. And they had me do what I was trying to think of before, Bulgarian split squats. It's after Bulgarian split squats that my hips will get super tight. Okay. Bulgarian split squat is you have one leg in front of you and mm-hmm. then one leg like up on a couch or a bench behind you and you're squatting here. Sure. Okay. And they light this one strip of my glute up. And those are the ones where like after I do those, I have to use the yoga blocks to do the pigeon pose because I'm so tight in my it hips. Just, it just gets... Anyway, she gave me the Bulgarian split squats. And then she told me like to get even better mm-hmm. on knee pain start adding weight when you feel comfortable doing it. So now I do them. Um, I hold uh, 40 pounds. So one, one can each hand. T- 20 pounds in each hand. And I do Bulgarian split squats. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and like my knee pain is not there anymore. Nice. I haven't climbed. But what I'm saying is like she had me just do it with body weight at first and then slowly add weight is what she told me. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's it's kind of the same strong camps thing. It's like use weight resistance to build up your muscle to take the 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 pressure off your tendons. Yeah, and and it and it's almost like a like if it still hurts something else is fucked. Right. Well, and that's I've talked about this before on the podcast where it's like I think you should get your yearly checkup with your doctor. Mm-hmm. I think if you want it, you should get a yearly like check-in with a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And then I think you should get a yearly check-in with a physical therapist and just say like, what's bugging you? All three of them asked that actually. What's bugging you? It, it's true. Like, like psychologist, sports psychologist, and your sports doctor. psychologist. Well, I, I, that's what I call like your uh, like physical therapist. <laughs> Man, sports psychologist. Th- those are like, that that's one of the major like turning points in like the last like decade of like professional sports is just them being like them being okay with uh needing help mentally. Yeah. Like it used to be so taboo for that, but now like oh this guy went to a sports psychologist. Like there's they're just people that are just trained to like talk them through being like a professional athlete. And like what that means in like society, like uh, like it's it's such a it's such a psychological burden for some of them that they, they can't quite they can't quite handle it. Who's that crazy pitcher? Oh, uh, I love that dude, fuck. John I, Rocker. No, it's Ro- Rocker's got to be the word. I think uh, his last name's Rocker. Fuck, who is that crazy pitcher? Uh, it's, it's something Rocker pitcher. Tell it tells batter what is it? Okay, Tell, pitcher tells batter what pitch is coming. 
Zach Granke. Oh, no, think of this guy. You remember this, this fucker from the Braves? No. This, I don't watch sports. All right. So there's a position in baseball. It's you're a, you're a closer. Hold close. on, you talk. I'm going to blow my nose again. Right. You're a closer. Your whole job is you come in yeah. for like the last one or two innings, and your whole job is to get six outs, and that's it. I have no idea. That okay? Now I now I can hear myself. Okay, uh, and yeah, you're, you're you're like your whole job is just throw as hard as you can or do whatever like nonsense pitch that you couldn't do for nine innings, but you can do for two to get us these like these last six outs. Um, and those guys are some of those guys can be insane. Like it's like <laughs> so you're like you're you're an athlete, professional athlete, like. Oh yeah, you're a professional athlete. You have to work nine innings. You got to work a whole hockey game. You got to work an entire NFL football game. Like you know, you're, you're playing for hours. Yeah. Like these 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 nonsense dudes are literally working for like forty five minutes a day, once a week, twice a week. Like like that's like like they're practicing with the team, but like they're literally only pitching for like maybe like if they get called in. Yeah. For like forty five minutes. Uh. But that guy like was actual just, on the clock. That goes just a fucking nonsense person. Like he's basically what uh, Charlie Sheen's character was in, okay. in uh, Major is, League. Yeah, Major League. Which is so, like an insane man. Uh, do you know who Zach Greinke is? Yep. So he didn't he Zach Greinke didn't he have like a mental breakdown? Uh, he nearly quit baseball. Greinke later yes. remarked that. At the time, he did not expect to return to baseball. He left spring training for personal reasons. Uh, anyways, I'm not trying to pick on the guy. No. I don't know if he met with a sports psychologist or 100%. not. 100%. He did? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, just like it's, the, this, all the pressure the, the, this, and your social anxiety of doing interviews and stuff was just a lot for him. And, like, if he had have existed uh, 15, 20 years ago, he would have been called an alcoholic, a pussy, so many times by the rest right. of his teammates that he just, he would just quit baseball. He wouldn't have come back. That would suck. He's so interesting, and he loves baseball so much that like it would have destroyed his dream. Right. But now, like the the like that's like the weird part of like these generations that are coming up now, where where like they're so much more okay just being open with the fact that they're upset about something. Like same. Like machismo still exists, but. Guys are okay saying to like someone like this is like I just don't feel good doing this thing like some something's not like something's yeah. not right as opposed to just kind of pushing through like 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 you know like a grandpa would have like just like <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fine whatever uh, that you know this guy that may have quit baseball gets to pitch for another like ten years well he's a fascinating pitcher and yeah. it is interesting to watch his interviews where he's like. Oh yeah, he's, no, he's, he's got social the, anxiety. He's one of the greatest pitchers of the last like twenty years. Yeah, and like, he's also an incredible batter, mm -hmm. bat, hitter, hitter, batter, hitsman. We'll both, go with both, all three of those. Uh, you know, and, and that's that's where like, like they, you know, they they talk about mental health all the time. Like these last, you know, this last couple decades, you know, it. it it always seems to get tied to like people doing like mass shootings, like where it's like, oh, you know, is is he just wasn't like, you know, it's just, it's it's a you know, it's it's a it's a mental thing with that, and that you know, it it always gets brought up then with like you know, mental health with you know, like those kind of people, but I think more and more people are just accepting that they 
can also have those problems. Yeah. And well, it's okay to have those problems. Kibby says it's okay to say you were hurt in sports now. I mean, yeah, 100%. hopefully it's just more okay to say you're hurt. Yeah. Like, like you're struggling. That's that's the one thing I don't like what? about about sumo um, is that there's like the weird pressure about going and fighting. Yeah. That even though they know they're hurt, they may try and fight two more times right. just to get two more wins. And I don't like it at all. Like that. That's that's like I really don't like that part about it. Do you see the lights keep blinking? Yeah, I thought it was your AC unit, but they keep blinking. Yeah, they keep doing Stop. it all of a sudden. And it's like they're like it's like going they're dimming. Rip, rip. But they have been doing that before. Um, like the the biggest news story around that stuff over the last this last week is like the the French Open's happening in tennis, um, and the number two tennis player in the world for females is this like half Japanese half. Uh, um, half black, half like a, a American girl, this uh, Asaka, and she's amazing. Like, I think I saw something briefly about she this. Said she wasn't going to do the press stuff, which is like your man. It's it's mandatory basically for like every day you go out there and you yeah. you, you talk to the the press, <laughs> um, because of like her mental health, and like the French woman came out and said like, hey, like you know, you know, we're gonna find you. Like it's it's. Mandatory dudes. If you keep skipping, we're just gonna just disqualify you from the event. Um, and I, I'd read one article talking about it's like she should just not be there. Like, like if if like if it is as bad as like she's letting on, she should just like just back out of the tournament and just like take you know like 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 if you're struggling that much, just don't play tennis. I wonder what gives her the anxiety. Is it the interviews or is it the the sp- the the playing of the sport that I think that's what she needs to figure out because she's super young, like like she's like she's like a prodigy at this point. You know she's I'm gonna say she's like she might be twenty, like she's yeah, she's like, she's, ex- she's extremely young. Oh, my nose. Um, and so like there's been a lot of pressure on her the last, especially the last couple of years with like, um, for being like a a girl of like multiple races and like and like with everything that's been going on the last few years. Yeah. So like, I, I think she's been under a lot of like outside pressure. Okay. Along with like inside tennis pressure that I think, yeah, she just really needs to like be talking to the right people about what she wants and what she needs to get from this sort of thing. Um, Cause yeah, like maybe she just never should have actually gone to the French open. Like, like if, if she was struggling that much mentally, she probably shouldn't be playing like tennis right now. Like she should probably be like Take talking a year to year off. Or, yeah. yeah. Cause like she's got her, she's got a decade more or two decades more of like great tennis. Like she can skip a French open. Like if, 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 if it's hurting her that much, like mentally, she probably should just not be in the tournament altogether. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about the situation See, to comment yeah, on it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just going kind of, you know, kind of like the few articles I read on the thing. Um, but that's, that's sort of like being okay. Like, if you were to tell like Andre Agassi when he was like fucking high on cocaine back in like like the nineties, yeah, is that how people like, used to like you figure sh- it out? Yeah, like you shouldn't be in this tournament. You know, he'd like punch you in the face and like Just start fucked up on drugs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think if you're hurting, you should find somebody a professional to talk like, like, to. Like, like hurting here, like yeah, like both places, like right. Uh, and I wish and I hope. It's becoming that less our and less country of a for accommodates the that more. Yeah, 
because I do think it's good for all of us to have people who are healthy and more capable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the more capable, well-minded people you have around you, the better off you're going to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up. I was trying to think if there was anything else I wanted to add there because that was a weird spot to stop. I just, I think, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's like. I mean, I if you have insurance and you can get to see a mental health professional, if you're hurting, then go do it. Uh, if you don't have insurance, I don't know what that, I don't, I don't know what that looks like. Like how do you make the decision between going into debt and you you don't because because people already make like decision about right. going into debt or like feeding their family. That's why I never went to see a physical therapist until after we had Aurora mm-hmm. and it was like cool we're at our out of pocket maximum so I can't be charged for this. Yep, I got I got millions to play with here. Let's right. do this. Let's see as many people as I can. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you were at the Mayo seeing weird like French doctors. Mm-hmm. They weren't even doctors, just French ladies, just French. French in general. Yeah. Okay. We <laughs> oui, we. Oui. Right. Uh thanks for tuning in everybody. Thanks Kimmy and Schwat. This is a wild one. Amber turned in for a little bit at some point. I thought I heard her upstairs getting water. Yeah, I don't know what she was doing. This was uh I texted Dan this morning and I was like, "Hey, I might not do the podcast tonight." And then I texted him later and I was like, Never mind, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to do the podcast. And then my wife and kids got home and all hell broke loose, apparently. (laughs) Uh, So this is a weird one. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Kibi says, I think the line is blurred between yep. what you need to do and what you were obligated to do. Do you mean you as the individual? That like I, I, I think I think you might be referring to sports where it's like, just shut up and play baseball. Whoa, whoa, this like this is my livelihood. Right. Like, fuck you. Like <laughs> like sure I'm getting paid millions of dollars, but it doesn't mean I like I'm I'm immune to like Okay, Amber's here. Um Yeah. I think it's a lot more complicated than it's just. It's like like there's still so many fans that say just like shut up and play football. It's like hey fuck you for one thing. Like like I'm like a 22 year old like right. quarterback making six million dollars. I don't I can't I don't understand what's there's happening. A lot of variables me. going on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If this is your first time listening to us, subscribe to us on whatever app you get your. Uh... Oh, you're still all the way upstairs. Dan and I thought we heard you above us at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this is who, who, was, who was on your middle level then? First time listening to us, subscribe to us. You can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. You can email us, this might sound stupid at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at TMSS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Our podcast, as always, is brought to you. Oh, she did come down to get water. Perfect. By Joey the Good Boy. I got to move the camera so you can see him because he's behind this blanket. Yeah. Ow. Yep. 100%. We're also brought to you by Mike Long. He's a talented designer from Minnesota. Might be asleep, might not be. Designed all our graphics. He was blowing up my phone earlier. That's what I had to mute. Ew.
other stuff. I don't know what I say. Something, something. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>